right, so we start our number two. Welcome back. What's going on? Nice to have you here. I'm Jim Rome. My thanks to Shaka Smart, head basketball coach Marquette. That went great. And this also is about to go great. Let me start you off. Telephone number is 1-800-636-8686. Quick reminder, the beef segment, the last beef segment of 2023, is at the top of our number three. Start lining it up. Hit me up on the phones with your beef. You can beef about anything you want. I don't care. We do it once a week. Hit me up on the phones. Find me on the X at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at habitate.com. Looky here. Look who's back. He's back because he was named Houston's new head football coach on December 3rd. Of course, he previously served as the head coach at Tulane for eight years. He was the AAC Coach of the Year last season after Tulane won its first AAC conference title, finishing with 12 wins and that Cotton Bowl win over USC. They were 11-2 and this past year. We are joined by Houston Cougars head football coach Willie Fritz. Willie, congratulations on getting that gig. Great to have you back. Willie, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's always good to have you on, Willie. So, listen, I can't even imagine, but how much of a blur has the last month been between accepting the job, assembling your staff, and jumping right into recruiting with yesterday's start to the early signing period? It's just been a whirlwind. It really has. I, you know, I uh, I was looking at it. I think the last day I had off was uh, last week in July before we started preseason camp. So, I'm looking forward to the. Uh, Christmas break, uh, we did a good job of catching up with recruiting here in Houston and, and found a lot of good high school kids and added a few kids from the portal and uh, put a staff together. There's just so many things that you got to take care of when you take a new job. I've obviously been at Tulane for a long time. and uh, you know, So I got a lot of familiarity with the Houston area. I've coached here before. Sam Houston State and Glenn Junior College and coach a little bit of high school here as well. So we're just excited about this great opportunity in the Big 12. Willie Fritz is joining us. You know, you answered my next question, at least in part, but I want to say, given the amazing job that you did at Tulane, I'm guessing there were more than a few schools that were interested in you in the past few years. So why was Houston the place that you wanted to lay down some roots and take this challenge on? Well, I've just always recruited the state of Texas. I think the best high school football in the nation happens in Texas. And, you know, I just, uh, with them moving to the, the Big 12, you know, I wanted to wanted to do it at the highest level, the Power 5 level, and, and uh, you know, just had a lot of familiarity. Know a lot of the high school coaches. I went around one day, and, you know, I think every high school that I went to, I either had one of my former players or somebody that I knew when they were at a previous uh, stop or when I was at a previous school. So uh, just a lot of familiarity with, you know, a great state of Texas. And I also think you winner, you know, Coach Sampson showing that in basketball and all of, there's so many sports that have won a, a lot here. You know, track has been a power forever and baseball has been extremely well. So uh, we're just very, very excited about the opportunity. Willie Fritz is joining us. Glad you mentioned my guy. I was going to say that, among other things, you're going to share an athletic department with one of my favorite dudes ever, and that's Kelvin. I love Kelvin. I absolutely love the guy. Have you had a chance to sit down, chop it up with him, and compare notes? Yeah, I have. I've talked to him a little bit. I knew him before I took the job. Uh, my, my oldest daughter was involved in sports broadcasting in the Houston, Houston area and covered the, the Cougars and whatever he'd come over and play at Tulane I'd go over and talk to him a little bit it's been neat I've you know I've been talking with Kelvin a bunch and uh you know Elvin Hayes you know I've gotten to be around him and Carl Lewis 
you know, my wife kind of told a funny story. I met Carl, and we talked for a few minutes. I introduced him to my wife. He walked away, and she goes, he must be pretty important. I said, why do you, why do you say that? She goes, well, you were kind of giddy meeting him. You know, he's a, he's a big deal, you know, nine gold medals. And, you know, so it's, it's neat, the, uh, you know, just the energy within the athletic department. It's really positive. Carl is a very big deal, especially in these parts, too, and on this show. We love Carl Lewis. Willie Fritz is joining us. Willie, so you got a lot of things you got to get done. Let me ask you this. Like you're taking over a program that won 12 games as recently as 2021, eight games the following year, only four games this past season. So I'm curious, are you approaching this as a rebuild like you had when you arrived at Tulane, or is this more of a remodel or a reset? You know, going to have to see when I get in and work with the players. Uh, they're all very excited. You know, it's every program's different when you take it over. This is going to be the sixth time I've taken over a program that's been down somewhat and built it back up again, and every one of them is unique. It's a different challenge. Uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to coming back in January and getting to know the current roster. I, I didn't get a chance to really get to meet those guys very much uh, when I came in because – they were getting finished with the semester. I was out on the road recruiting. So, uh, you know, we're going to see. It's, uh, you know, there's been a – Houston's had a lot of great teams. You know, this is their opportunity to have these great teams at the Power 5 level. That's one of the reasons why I took the job. Talking to Willie Fritz. Well, I'm curious about building a staff. I mean, that's obviously so critical. And one of the first things you have to do, I'm curious what the process is like. Like, naturally, do you take a few with you from where you were? Do you always have a mental list of who you'd like to have if it ever happened? I mean, how do you approach building a staff? Exactly how you just said. You know, I, I brought a, quite a few guys who were with me at Tulane. They've done a fantastic job for me there. And they'd also you know, been with me at some other uh, stops. But, uh, the other thing you look at is who, who can help you in that in the particular area that you're in. And uh, I've really hit on a bunch of guys that have uh, big-time Texas backgrounds, high school coaching, recruiting, estate, family members. Uh, so that was part of it as well. Let me talk about one guy in particular, Kevin Barbet. He's your offensive coordinator. He comes over actually from Mississippi State. What does he bring to the program, and why was he the guy that you wanted to coordinate the offense? Well, he's a Texas guy. His, his uncle was a longtime Texas high school coach. I think won 317 games, and his family is all coached uh, uh, in the state of Texas. And he's he's coached high school ball in the state of Texas. Done a great job at Central Michigan and also at App State. And uh, you know, just looked at what he was running offensively and meshed with what I like to do. And and I was fortunate enough to get him to come on over. So let me ask you one last thing. If you were to take a step back, like you could have stayed where you were. You were doing an amazing job. You loved it there. Is any of this about, I mean, are you just doing what's natural to you? Or do you think for a second, you know what? I want to climb that second mountain. I want to achieve something different. I need that challenge. I want that challenge. I've got to get up another mountain. Is any of this about that? You really hit it again. I, I, uh, you know, I loved it at Tulane. Great institution. Loved the program. Uh, but this is, uh, you know, I've done it at the JUCO level, the Division Two, one AA, Group of Five level, and you know, I wanted to do it at the, at the Power Five level. It was a huge challenge for me, and it was a very, very tough decision. But uh, we're excited about this opportunity, Houston. I, I really think we're we're opening up brand new facilities that are going to be ready in July first of twenty twenty five, and. Now they've got a tremendous fan base. Everybody's excited about this move into the Big 12. So 
there's just a lot of positives with the job. It sounds great. It sounds like a great fit, and fit is everything. Willie Fritz is the new head football coach at Houston. Willie, I know you've been going really hard, so when you get a few days off, enjoy that time. I know you will. Great to have you on the show. Congrats, and I'll look for you early next year. Thank you, Jim. Go Cougs. Go Cougs. Thank you, Willie. Appreciate you. Willie Fritz, you know, when he was at Tulane, I used to always think to myself, he's doing such an amazing job there. Like, it would take a really, really unique opportunity for him to leave Tulane because I know he loves it there, and he resurrected that thing. He built a monster there. So to his point, though, I want that Power 5 shot. I want to measure myself. Listen, the best always want to measure themselves against the best. So I love that he wants to take another shot at something. Awesome. All right, so it's now 10.08 Pacific time. What that means is we are open until, well, the bottom The big head and I are going to break down tonight's game. Saints-Rams, interesting game. Interesting line, interesting game. Got to get one more bet down officially before the end of the year. Also, one more beef segment before the end of the year. Oh, hey, Savage, what's going on? Jack Savage back in the house. Dude, I know you're standing up so we can see you. Not that you're not a physically imposing figure because you are, but I think normally you're just sitting there doing your thing. Dude's like standing on the chair like, hey, yo, here I am. Why are you not talking about me? Why is nobody looking at me? I'm Jack Savage. Yes, you are, dude. And your Bengals are 8-6, and six, yo. Yes, sir, Jack Savage. He's back. By the way, Cindy did a great job filling in for you while you were out. Jack Savage had a few days off because when I take a few days off, he's going to hold it down. So good to have you back, dude. He... I don't know what he did. I don't ask. Clearly, he was on a covert operation. It's not a question of if he killed somebody, but how many people. I don't know. I don't ask. Here he is. A million. A million. That's an effective operation. Did you tie that one off after a million? All right, so Willie Fritz has been on the show a number of times, but never as head football coach at Houston. That's a program... It's got a lot of buzz, a lot of energy, a lot of heat. I like it. Shaka, too. Head coach at Marquette. So the big head's going to join me at 1040. What I'm saying to you is I would love for you to touch base with me on anything at all. You can save it for the beef segment or just come up in here. 1-800-636-8686. Something I did yesterday. You know what I love? I'll be honest and transparent. I love when I talk to somebody and they reference the last time we spoke. Like Shaka said, you know, you and I talked about this the last time I came on where we talked about it being a matter of life more than basketball. Like, you know how many interviews and media sessions Shaka Smart does and has? That's incredible. Had a moment like that with Michael Robinson. Michael Robinson is the excellent, excellent analyst for NFL Network and also some other major platforms. He was my guest on episode 294 of the Jim Rome podcast. And I was thinking to myself... And this is when I go to Alan. Hey, Alan, when was the last time we talked to Michael Robinson or Tommy? And they said, one of those guys said, 2012. I'm like, holy crap. So Mike comes on and we're talking. At the very top, I don't want to give it away, but at the very top, he said something to the effect of, hey, Jim, it's great to talk to you again. We talked, did he say before the draft? He said that we spoke before the NFL draft. That was the first time. And then a couple times during his career. Like, that guy's that sharp. That guy remembered that. He knew that. 
And then needless to say, after starting an interview with an observation like that, he just crushed the interview. So you're going to want to look for that one. That was a really good pod. This is why I still do that pod. This is why I always make that point that everybody's got a pod, five pods, 10 eps in them, but then they run out of gas, they run out of steam. That was episode 294. These are not like five-minute conversations. These are all long-form. They're all premium. They all hold up. And almost none of them would work here with a lot less runway. That's why I do that. My point is, really good dude. You want to look for that after the program or maybe during your break when you have some time. Let me check in with you via reaction before I go to break. (laughs) Paul Stewart, quote, Hell yeah, it's a big Carl Lewis crib. He made up for it. I'll make up for it now. So when I think of Carl Lewis, I think about that, obviously. I think about him being one of the greatest track and field athletes ever. One of the most decorated athletes ever. I think about, you know, I actually interviewed Carl back in the day. He was one of our early guests, I believe, on Talk 2 on ESPN2. And he showed up in studio. We sat down. He was great. He was great to talk to. I have one more thought about Carl Lewis. When I hired Kyle Brandt to be a part of this program, Kyle had a website. And it was like an early, back-in-the-day kind of blog. And he was just blogging about things and writing about things. And one of the things he posted, and it was one of the reasons he got this job, made me laugh. He posted that he was in a gym on a treadmill running next to Carl Lewis. And he found it very unusual that he was running faster than Carl Lewis. And why is that possible? And how can that be? And he did this whole blog item on that. And I thought that was hilarious. So when I think about Carl Lewis, I think about those four or five things. So this is a big Carl Lewis crib. Hey, Rome, always love hearing Shaka Smart on the show. As a VCU grad, I will never forget his Final Four run with my Rams. War bums. Singing Christmas carols for malt liquor. Will and Richmond. Hey, Will, why do you want to ruin a good take with an absolutely moronic war? A war of something that you know there's a moratorium on. No bum smack. God, this show is not that hard. Well, actually, it is for a lot of you. But there aren't that many rules. No personal appearance as show fodder. No bum smack. No JN references. Have a take. Don't suck. That's all you have to know. Why are the four rules that hard to follow? Amber writes, Romy, love the interview with Shaka Smart. His take on coaching the team versus individual players is a core piece of a great coach. And when he said that his point guard would cut your throat, incredible. It's a great line, Amber. It's not an original line, but it's a great line. You hear coaches say that. That guy would cut your throat for insert. That guy would slice your throat for insert. But I do love it. I love that he said the thing about the, what he said was, Jim, you would love this guy. You would love coaching this guy because he will cut your throat to get a bucket or to get a stop. Kind of like, yo, I'll cut you, man. I'll cut you. I'll cut you to get a stop. I'll cut you to get a hoop. Man, Shaka, he always hits. But again today, 
at Paul Stelzer One writes, love listening to Shaka Smart. I lost my father last year. Today would be dad's 88th birthday. Shaka's talk on acceptance versus resistance of tough times in basketball and life hits home. Miss my dad, but so grateful to be a son. Thanks for a great year. Paul in Dayton, Ohio. Paul, my man, I'm sorry for your loss. I appreciate you sharing that. And I'm glad that Shaka was able to resonate with you the way he did. That's why I love talking to Shaka. I love because I can do a conversation or have a conversation with him, and it's, it's a conversation. It's not an interview. You can go anywhere. You can talk to Shaka about any number of things. He's just, inherently, he's really, really interesting. He doesn't just give you coach talk, coach speak, coach cliches. Oh, Eric in Orlando is in, and for some reason, he thinks he can make it better. All right, Eric, it's the holiday season. I'll play along. Romy, Carl Lewis nuked the national anthem. Remember? Yes, Eric. Yes, Eric. We all remember. Hey, Eric, I got a question for you. Remember when you sent me your Christmas card like every five minutes? And do you also remember that you missed the deadline? Remember this, too. Your card is not going to air. Remember that. Eric, stop sending the card. It's not personal. You were late. You were irresponsible. You're a flake. You're tardy. You're living on one good line. You could send that thing every five minutes between now and the end of tomorrow. It ain't seeing the light of day. You're late, dude. All those other people who are getting their cards on the air were able to follow directions. Over and over and over and over. Stop sending me the card, dude. Over and over and Yes, Eric, we remember what Carl did to the national anthem. Hey, do you remember that time you sent your Christmas card to me 800 times? But it was late, and it didn't make it to air? I do. Stop sending it, man. Just put it on your calendar for next year at this time, and we will consider it. Let me, sh- let me show you your card. You know what, Eric? You know what? That's harsh. That's harsh. In fact, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm going to show America your card right now, Eric. It's the holidays after all. Man, I, I don't want to be Grinch. Maybe I should lighten up, take my own advice, you know, show gratitude, be intentional. All right, Eric, you wore me down. It's the holidays. America, if you're watching on CBS Sports Network, this is Eric and his family. Here is the card. Psych. Yeah, sure I'm not. (laughs) If you're listening but you're not watching, there's a blank black screen. There is no Eric. There is no Eric family. There's nothing. That's your Christmas card, bro. Hey, Eric, remember that time I said that I would show America, you and your family, and I went to a black blank screen? Remember that? I do. Of course, hard to forget. It only happened four seconds ago. Stop sending it, dude. Hopefully I made my point. All right, so the big heads can join me at 40 after. Big Head, I know you love that, dude. I know you love what we just did. Because I know you don't like that guy. Oh, check this out. This is awesome. There's a guy on hold 
who's got a review of the big head car wash. Like, I got to be honest. I didn't even know if such a thing existed. This guy's been there, apparently. All right, so we'll go there next. Then the big head himself. Dude, are you sweating that? How nervous are you for that? That's like an on-air Yelp for your car wash. This should have been a dog wash. One more bit of reaction, then we go to break. And Mike D for three. Hey, Jim. Remember when OJ killed those folks? Side Eric in Orlando. Exactly. Uh... Exactly. Essentially, that's what I'm saying. All right, let's go to break. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up, and if you are stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, man, that hurts. The financial burden there can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you think you're stuck in because you might not be. Check my guy, Chuck McDowell. He's the founder of Wesley Financial Group. He's been helping families out of terrible timeshares for over a decade now. He's put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. And they might be able to do the same thing for you. To get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and what your options are for cancellation, simply call Wesley. Get your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. So you want to get in right now. The last beef segment of 2023 is happening. Now, there may be some of you that are at home and are finding the show for the first time and don't know what the beef segment is. The beef segment is a segment we do once a week in season. There is a beef off season, which you're allowed to call the program. Now, I'm going to ask that you keep it tight, precise, concise. Brevity matters. But you can call or hit me up on the X or email me. Any beef you want, sports or non-sports, anything at all except toilet beef and the JN. And I don't want to get into what the JN is. If you don't know, we don't need to worry about it. If you know what it is, don't do it. This guy writes, Van Smack, give the jungle a true holiday gift. Please do not allow the poster child for birth control. Eric in Orlando, to further contribute to the mirth and joy of the show. I'm sure Eric's card was a tasteful photograph of him shirtless in jean shorts and Santa hat washing his moped. Vaughn in Knoxville. Hey, Vaughn, you have no idea. Hey, Vaughn! Hey, Vaughn! Just a couple, please. The Jungle Terrace is just sick. It's so out Yvonne, of hand. Yvonne, 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 just a couple, please. I was going to read Vaughn in Knoxville 
And instead, my mind immediately went to, Yvonne, Yvonne, just a couple, please. Just a couple, please. Sylvan writes, quote, I'm sure Eric's card was a tasteful photograph of him, shirtless, in jean shorts, and a Santa hat, washing his moped. Yvonne, you have no idea how close you are to the truth. You have no idea how close you are to the truth. I'm looking at this cat's card right now. It's almost that. And I'm going to leave it at that because it didn't get on the air. ECS826 writes, Eric in Orlando equals the French tennis reporter for Rafa Nadal. Hi. um, um, Nadal, congratulations on your win. And I would like to know how do you feel after the game and if you're ready to give it another try. I lost, by the way. Yeah, I know. But it's Um, it's it's a win anyway. Mm. That is so incredible. Mm. That ages so brilliantly. How did that ever happen? How did that exchange ever happen? And what a class act he is. That you know he's upset because the guy never loses. And he lost. And she congratulated him on the win. And he had to correct her. And then she stood her ground. Yeah, but it's still a win. How is it a win? Look at the score. I lost. Mm. Oh, it's still a win. Mm, no. No, it's not. Mm. Wisco Jim, the weather forecast in Wisconsin looks like snowmobiling and ice fishing are off the table. So it looks a lot like 12 egg omelets and shots of ranch dressing in your future. So how about a live stream of you getting on the scale when you get home? Fat alarm. <laughs> Long-time, never-caller, Wisconsin resident, Gary J. Oh, dude, you know. You know I'm already thinking about this. One of the worst bits of advice I got was, Hey, Rome, if you want to truly prepare, layer up. And by layer up, I don't mean wear jackets and sweaters and long underwear. I mean layer up in fat. Put on a bunch of weight. Put on weight so you'll be warm. Actually, I'm trying to cut weight because I know I'm going to gain weight. Why would I put on weight to gain more weight? Live stream me getting on the scale. You know what? I might do it. Let's go to the phones. Since I've got the head coming up next segment, this guy says he's got a review of the head's car wash. Scott in Denver. Hold on, Tommy, really quick. What line is he on? There it is. Yo, Scott, what's going on? How are you? Hey, Jim, how are you today? Good. How about you? Good, good. Yeah, I happened to be on the west side yesterday, and I I called in, and, uh, of course, Woody, the legend, called in, so I couldn't even follow that guy up. That'd be like trying to follow Nick Saban up in Alabama. But, um, um, yeah, surfing suds, great job. I only did the Epic, which is the $12 wash, but um, guy came out took the hand washer and did a pre pre-wash of the vehicle out of a Sequoia. And then I ran it through the wash and it came out great. Very impressed. Good product, clean premises. The graphics of the place are hilarious. Um, I popped out afterwards cause I had to push my mirrors back out and I looked down and there, uh, in the concrete were three little hand stamps of the big heads kids. Thought it was pretty cool. So nice. A plus review. Wow, dude, that's awesome. But there was no big head sighting, right? He was not there. No, I asked. I said, hey, is Mr. Kelly 
Jim here? And uh, the guy said, no, nope, nope, big head. <laughs> That's great. All right, dude, I love it. Nice job, Scott. Thank you very much. That is the first ever big head car wash review. I didn't frankly even know whether or not it existed. I mean, picks or it didn't happen, right? I've never actually seen that car wash. James, can you tell your fam to stop calling? Can you tell your cousins to stop calling? I've been pushing back on this notion that we plant calls. The last thing I need is one of our own planting a call. Trying to get these reviews going. Trying to get people to come to your car wash. Come on, dude. Can I, can I really believe you when you tell me anything? After all, you didn't tell me you were on another morning show for over a decade. So how can I really believe you? That was your cousin, dude. That was your brother. Wait a minute. Don't you and your brother own that car brother. wash together? That was your brother. Be real, dude. Be real. I'm not asking for a hell of a lot from you just to be real. Now, what I'm asking for from you clones is some real beefs. What's bothering you? What's on your mind? What do you have a beef about? 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on the X with a beef at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E, at HaveTake.com. Last regular show of the year, the penultimate program. So if there's something to say, say it now. Say it now or wait until next year. About a sports update. Things slow down in December but not sports. There's a lot going on. Here's the very latest. Yes, Sports Radio. I cannot stress it enough. Hey, there's more cards. Guess whose card is not a part of that role? Eric's. Everybody else, though, looks great. And he's getting through. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, clones are a good-looking crew. I don't think the clones, that this notion of they're all in their mother's basement, jobless, clueless. I don't know. I'm looking at these cards. I see beautiful families. I can tell that they're well-heeled. I can tell that life is good. I think this representation of the clone is not accurate, not based on these cards. The representation of Eric is very accurate. I've seen his card. Welcome back. I'm Jim Rome. All right, so I can't be emphatic enough about this. Last chance. Very last chance for the very last beef segment of the year. Call right now, 1-800-636-8686. Get on hold. There's one line open. Rush to X at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome. R-O-M-E at haveatake.com. All right, that's it. That is the last beef solicitation of the entire year. We are joined right now by the big head because, per usual, T-N-F means B-H-B, I-E. Thursday night football means big head bets. Head, before I get there, dude, stop planting calls to get (laughs) fake reviews of your car wash. (laughs) Cousin Scott's a good guy, man. He sounded good. He helped me out there, getting me some more business there. Dude, you're desperate. Stop doing that. That's not fair. That's not accurate. (laughs) That's not transparent. You're going to get caught doing that. You should stop doing that. Last regular show of the year. I had to take my shot here, man. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. So that feel pretty good. 
He Felt gave great. you a very good re- re- uh, review. Yeah, I like that, man. We don't look like a $6 million wash, but our results are damn good, and I li- I'm glad he liked it. So. Did, did, do you have a wash called the Epic? Yes. What Epic, is the Epic, and wave. how much? It's 12 bucks. I got the Tidal Wave, Pipeline, and Riptide. All surfing stuff. See that? Surfing suds? Playing off that? I see what you did there. All right, well done. All right, so once again, if they're in the area and they want to go, exactly where is surfing suds? 5760 Ward Road, Arvada, Colorado. Um, Jefferson County, man. About 20 minutes from Boulder, 20 minutes from Denver. Do you ever show up to the office? Yes, I do. Uh, certain times, mostly on the weekends, though. I can't run it down during the week. Too busy. But on the weekends, I'll show in. That's a lie. You're up. probably there right now, dude. I bet you do all your jungle work from there. Dude, I thought about building an office up top, but it's pretty damn loud, man. I don't, I don't think I could get through. Right. Yeah. Is there a date for the dog wash yet? Uh, maybe 2025. It's it's built, but I don't think we're going to roll with it for a while. So not, not even next year? <laughs> not even next year. The detailing is too good, man. Of course, of course. All right, so we've got a pretty interesting game tonight. Let's get at it. You've got the okay. Saints, who are 7-7, seven and seven, who actually are pretty disappointing to me. You've got the Rams, who are 7-7, seven and seven, and they're pretty surprising to me. Both need it badly. Both are still very much in the playoff hunt. What's up? How are you feeling about this? And what is the number? Because I just sensed some movement. Yes, it did. It just dropped on DraftKings to Rams favored by three and a half. It had been at four. It keeps going back and forth. But right now, three and a half, the Rams are favored. There is a big head rule do, do, in Do you mind tonight. if I jump in there? I already hit it at four. Oh. That pisses me off. Have you, have you or did you wait? I haven't hit it yet. No, I have not hit it yet. Of course not. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, big head rule in place tonight. Uh, short week, smart coach v. bad coach. Ride with the smart coach. So, of course, Sam Jackson, I'm riding with Sean McVay and the Rams. We said it Friday, this Rams offense has been a different beast since Kyron Williams has been back, and he actually was slowing down the offense on Sunday via the Ask Commanders with his two fumbles. But in the last four games, he's been back. 427 yards of offense, 33 points per game. Both would be the best in the NFL this season for any team. And Matthew Stafford, since then, 12 touchdowns, one interception. Lowest rating in any of those games. 103. He is balling out. Um, As for the Saints, a few weeks ago, it seemed like emotional dink and dunk. Derek might be getting benched. I don't think a good game against the ass Giants, um, you know, stops that from happening or the disdain the Saints fans have for him. It seems like a Raider fan right now, too. You got some Derek for me, Alan, at any point? For that to be the result of all that effort. Hey, James, Alan is not a a freaking jukebox. (laughs) Thank you, Alan. He's not a bleeping jukebox, dude. He's not, but I I needed emotional there. What they're putting in their body just to see. Yeah, yeah, James. Watching him play football. Dude, he had three touchdowns last week. Against the Giants, though, right? The Saints are not good. Their schedule is weak as hell. They've beaten one team over 500 this season. Their numbers look average. Saying something is not good is not a take. It's not good, but get to this point here. Their numbers look average, but considering they have faced one top 10 scoring offense and two top 10 scoring defenses all season, I don't put a lot of stock in their numbers or them. Not a fan of them, thanks to Dennis freaking Allen. ATS back to Dude, Why McVay. do you hate that guy so much? Oh, he's terrible. So no, I mean, it's pretty, it sounds Jr. personal, though. It sounds personal to me. I know. I just get on these coaches, and I just cannot until I get my way. And they Until you get go. paid. Yeah, tell I, well, they do make me a lot of how money. How much of it is straight football 
knowledge and football opinion and how much of it is they cost you money at some point and you have not forgiven them. That's funny because both on that one, right? It's not meant like, to be funny. It's an actual question. <laughs> oh, both I, on that one. The answer is both on that one okay. because the Saints have That is kind of funny. Under, yeah, because coming into the season, we thought they'd be you yeah. know, the best in the NFC South, and look how bad they are right now. Fair. So, yeah. We did. So we did. then they cost That's a lot of money. That's what I meant by when yeah. I said that they've been disappointing and the Rams have been surprising. You're right. Absolutely. Um, Sean, 9-5-1 and one in regular season games on less than six days rest. Dennis Allen, 1-3 ATS on Thursday nights. L.A. is also 5-0 ATS in the last five when playing at home via the Saints. Let's ram it and hope for the world's sake. We are one game closer to getting what we all want. Jameis Rams minus four. I just four. think we were prepared. You know, one thing my uh, my trainer he told me that is something said, the world wants. I agree. Say? It is. He just we told us to agree. be prepared. Hey, I love how you're like Sean Dennis Allen. <laughs> Sean Dennis Allen. I could have said Josh I, you know, like, Allen. I like that you had a rule that mm-hmm. on a short week with a good coach and a bad coach, go with the good coach. Always go with the good coach, especially when they're you, not traveling too, right? Yeah, what, exactly. Dennis Allen ain't going to have his guys ready. Or Pete Carmichael Jr. There's another one. He's Pete terrible. Pete Carmichael Jr. Gosh. Dude, you're too much, man. You're on one today. All right, so I mentioned that the Saints were a little disappointing, and obviously to you, they're a lot disappointing. The Rams are a little surprising. The Saints were expecting a lot more from Derek Carr than they're getting. I think everybody expected more from Derek Carr than they're getting. And I'm a little surprised by the Rams because they had that tough start, but then they got healthy. They were left for dead by more than a few people. A number of morons were calling for Sean's head, and now look at them. If they stay healthy, I think they make the playoffs. I don't love the number, especially since it's dropping and I already hit it, which pisses me off. But I think they've got too much firepower. I don't think the Saints can stay with them. It is a short week. They're on the road. I ended up laying the four because I had too many things to do and I want to get it in. You know why? Because last week I didn't get down because I forgot and I got burned. So the first thing I did this morning was I hit that thing minus four. And then sure enough, right before you and I start, it's now minus three and a half. And can you help me with this, Head? The half a point matters, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Always. Big time. You feel free to elaborate on that or don't. Anyway, well, do you? But I would say on this one, from three to three and a half is a way bigger no, number yeah, for sure. than f- for sure. four. So for sure. I was going to say, right. you know what? I was going to say, I hate the four, mm-hmm. but Vegas knows I hate the four. That's why it's four. Yes. Follow in me my on numbers, in my math, it's yeah. five. So I think we're good. Oh, in the yeah. big head system, it's five. It's five so we're good. Oh, okay, we're good. Billy Walters, whatever you say. <laughs> Do you have any props or any other additional action for this one? Yeah, last uh, BHB here segment of the year. So let's get a little weird, Brian Wilson. So the Saints and Rams don't uh, get lit up by tight ends, but only the Broncos have given up more touchdowns to tight ends than the Rams and Saints both have. So let's I want to weird. take a chance on a tight end scoring a touchdown tonight. The Saints roll with three tight ends, as we know. Jawan Johnson, Jimmy Graham, Same. and Foster Morrow. Uh, let's uh, go with Foster Morrow plus 900 to score a touchdown. He had five targets last week, and he's got about close to the same amount of red zone targets as Jawan and Jimmy do on the year. So plus 900 for Foster. Interesting play. Nothing for Kyron because you know the Saints can't stop the run. No, nothing for Kyron right now. If you want something more, maybe bet on the Detroit Pistons to win a basketball game tonight. You can do that. Yeah, I think I'm going to. What's Snap the number? A 24-game yeah. uh, losing streak. I think what, they're going to win. What? Are you going to play that on the money line? 
Uh, yeah, prop. Well, it's one, so it's close, right? So it's a plus one or money line. They're at home, Utah. Uh, are you giving us something to think about, or are you actually going to put your money where your mouth is? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Okay. Go with the Detroit Pistons. All right, I'll do that. I'll hit yeah. that with you. Okay. You got it. All right, so run it back. What are the three plays? Rams minus four. Or I'm sorry, three and a half. You got four. Yeah, you got I did. three and a half. My bad. Foster Morrow plus 900 to score a touchdown, and the Detroit Pistons plus one to win a basketball game tonight. I like it. Merry Christmas, Head. Great job. Thank you very Happy much. Happy holidays. Thanks, Jim. Enjoy Wisco. Happy holidays, dude. Enjoy Armada. Let's make some money. He's going to hit the Pistons plus one. I'll do that. All right, so I lied when I said to you this is my last solicitation of the beef segment for 2023. <clears throat> one more. 1-800-636-8686. Make it count. I'd love to see that beef segment go hard and full. Get to the end. Get to the bottom. Get us all the way to the sports update. Can you do it? It's the last one of the year. 1-800-636-8686. Get me a beef on the X at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome, R-O-M-E at Habitate.com. Remember, tomorrow is the year in review. No interviews, no calls, just a look back on 2023. The year in review in both sports and in the jungle. It's one of our favorite days of the year. Make sure you lock in for that tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, with that in mind... I'm going to go retrieve the giant plastic tower of beef, and we are going to beef in the very next segment. 1-800-636-8686. You're in the jungle. I'm Jim Rome. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We beef when we come back.